0: Would you rather be than right here, right now? For Bill's fans. By Bill's fans. Only Buffalo is gonna win it. This is the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast with Brad the Bruiser Icorn and Alex Jones. Here's Brad the Bruiser Icorn. And welcome back for another edition of the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. Brad the Brizzer Icorn, alongside Sean Icorn, who's uh, filling in for Alex out for the evening. So, Sean, graciously appreciate you stepping in here to talk some Buffalo Bills football.
1: Yeah, let's talk about the Bills. Let's see what's going on with D Hop and whatnot.
0: And uh yeah. Talk all right, there's something that we wanted to get to on this podcast that sadly we didn't get to, and that was uh, talking about the schedule reveal. We had all set up; we were going to do, uh, you know, a, a reveal. Sadly, I was tired that day, but knocked out for a little nap. I woke up, and it was much too later to do a podcast. So I was like, "All right, well, we will table this and do it the right way." So. And Sean, I think you and I are ready, ready to just go ahead and just give our thoughts on the schedule.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Should we start with preseason?
0: Well, mm, let's skip preseason for now. Let's go right into the regular season um, with the Jets. All right. So new quarterback in Aaron Rodgers brings a lot of Jet buddies over there with him. And uh, it's a Monday night game to kick off the season. I think this is absolutely fun. Um, the only thing that disappoints me is it's going to price me out. I went to the Jet game last year in New Jersey. Not this year. It'll be too expensive.
1: No, no I think this year is going to be a little too expensive. Yeah, the Bills are one-point favorites against the Jets. We'll see if that changes at all. Obviously, if we add D-Hop, I think it will go up. to the Bills, obviously, we'll see. Uh,
0: the interesting is the home opener comes on week, week two, one of three consecutive one, uh, 1 p.m kickoffs this is against the Raiders and in that game I'm uh, I'm curious in who's playing quarterback because right now there's thought that uh, they put a clause in there that if Jimmy Garoppolo um, basically can't pass a physical through training camp and what have you then uh, they can walk away from him no cost. McDaniels, I think, put some out there in the media today that he wasn't concerned about it, but uh, if I was a Raider fan, Uh, I'd be concerned. This is a team that I think is still, I hate to say rebuild, but they're still in a little bit of a rebuild.
1: uh, Yeah, I'd say they're in a bit of a rebuild, changing quarterbacks, moving away from Derek Carr, but yeah, there is rumors that there might still be some issue with his foot, so we will see what's going on with, we'll see what's going on with that, but I think that's yeah, Bills are listed as an eight-point favorite, so yeah, I go Buffalo.
0: Second game, they will head to D.C. or that area to take on the Commanders, uh, so take on Washington and Arlington. Um, yeah, I would expect the Bills to uh, take on a team that, I don't know, they've never really had their footing ever since Ron Rivera took over. I, I'd be shocked if he was in the hot seat in there. I like the bills in that one to go in, uh, even with new, uh, commander ownership.
1: Yeah, no, it's good to see the team under new ownership. Hopefully they get a new stadium so they don't need to worry about sewer leakage, but, um, yeah, bills are only four and a half point favorites, even though who is the quarterback right now for the commanders? Yeah. <laughs> And, it. and it's like, I, I, I don't understand how Vegas has worse odds against us than the commanders when we don't, then again, we don't know who either quarterback is for that team. So, yeah.
0: All right, week four, back at home, a one o'clock kickoff in October against the Dolphins. Uh, should be much more favorable to both teams that they'll play uh in the colder climate in a warmer time of year and then, in the uh, you know, the warmer climate in a cooler time of year. So in this week for a matchup uh, with the Bills, I'm, I like this, uh, that it's early. It's here in Buffalo, and I would expect them to be a game that they can win. Uh, but let's not put Miami aside. I think Miami now the Jets are, you know, fighting for the top there with the Bills in the division.
1: Yeah, it's uh, kinder for us and it's kinder for them. They don't have to come up here playing the snow. We don't have to go play in that goddamn humidity in their cheater of a stadium.
0: All right. How about week five? Uh, You know, get your tea, get your crumpets. Uh, Buffalo taking on Jacksonville. We'll be sipping beers at 930 in the morning. Granted, some people do that here at the tailgate in Western New York, but uh, an early matchup in London uh, might be fun for those of you who are making a trip um, yeah, I can't afford that. No, thanks. I'll stay at home and, uh, have my breakfast with the bills. But, uh, you know, it's unfortunate to lose a home game in this instance here, especially it's also unfortunate. Jacksonville gets the advantage of playing black to black, back to back weeks across the pond. But, um, I still feel that, you know, Buffalo can win this game, but you know, I would never ever turn away Jacksonville. I mean, look, at they beat a very good bills team back in 21, but, um, You know, it it may not be exactly what Bills fans want, losing a a home game, but with a a longer season right now, I'm not hurt as much as, you know, let's say if it was just a 16-week season. That would hurt me a little bit more than this, so I'm good with it, um, and I hope to see the Bills get a win in London. How about you, Sean?
1: Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. It's like considering, like, we're a better team, we win our division, but it's still, we get relegated to London. I believe that needs to be, if you are one of the worst teams in the league, you have to go play in England or something. And I know that's not fair to the England fans, but it's a serious disadvantage to who you're playing the next week. And the next next week we have our old pal Davo coming back.
0: Yes. And that's going to be a fun one. A Sunday night game uh, against the giants. They'll have, I think plenty of rest. Um, that should be a lot of fun. I'm very much looking forward to that game.
1: Yeah, I think that should be a good game. I think that should be a good to see how we go. he goes up against our defense and how the look is against him and how they challenge Daniel Jones and Saquon
0: Barkley. Uh, interesting here with um, 1 o'clock games. There's only two 1 o'clock games for the rest of the schedule, and they're both against the same team, uh, New England. So uh, they will be at Gillette Stadium in uh, late late October, uh, taking on the Patriots on the 22nd, and then they'll be back um, Week 17 here in Buffalo on New Year's Eve, an early game, a 1 o'clock game. That could potentially be flexed out, but right now, as it stands looking at the schedule, Week 7 could potentially be the last 1 o'clock game. Of the season, which is crazy to think about.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty crazy thinking about that because it's like, oh, it's like going to noon tailgates this is a Bills tradition. Then you
0: you're sober up and can pick up wings on your way home. <laughs> well said. All right, and then three straight primetime games we go thursday night, we go sunday night, we go monday night. So thursday starts out with Tampa Bay. Curious how Tampa got this slot here because this is a team that make no mistake. They're on a rebuild. They're on a big time rebuild. Yeah. Tom Brady's retired. They got to figure out what they're doing at quarterback. They had a lot of heavy pieces in there. They're trying to put the push the reset button a little bit in Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah, we'll see what they do, to be honest. It's like, I know they got Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask, and they, I saw a clip of them the other day. It was ugly, to say the least.
0: All right, Cincinnati uh, hosting the Bills on Sunday Night Football coming up in Week 9, November the 5th. Yes. And And um, it's going to be fun for a couple of different reasons. It's going to be a rematch of that Monday night game that ultimately got canceled uh due to the tragic injury of Demar hamlin so uh i imagine Demar playing in that game that would be huge in that one and the rematch of the divisional round where let's face it here i was at that game and buffalo didn't even bother to show up
1: yeah it seemed like our energy was pretty well zapped after the whole year they had with micah going out and then Demar. not to mention the shooting that happened didn't and- In May of last year. So, yeah, it was kind of an emotional, very emotional season. And with Vaughn going down as well. Yeah, you can't forget about that.
0: All right. And then the third of the three primetime slate in, uh, you know, consecutive weeks here, Monday Night Football with the Broncos, which, Should be fun. Sean Payton's at the helm. I would think this is going to be a much improved Bronco team. We'll see if Russell Wilson is gelling a little bit more in year two in the Mile High City. But this should be another fun primetime game in Western New York.
1: Yeah, no, doing high knees all the way to Buffalo. Let's go.
0: (laughs) All right. The Jets come to Western New York for a late afternoon kickoff on the 19th of November, the Sunday before Thanksgiving Uh, should be a fun matchup there, uh, leading up, but I don't know. I'm, I'm slightly torn this year as I know week 12, they're at Philly three of the last four Thanksgiving, Sean, the bills have been playing feels a little empty going into this Thanksgiving this year, especially since my son's birthday is on Thanksgiving this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, they they have normally played on Thanksgiving, but I guess they want to give the Bills that Thanksgiving off, so.
0: Yep, no Black no. Friday, nope, no worries. So the Jets on the 19th, and then the Eagles on the 26th. At Eagles, that, without doubt, the defending NFC champions, that's going to be probably one of the toughest games on the schedule.
1: Yeah, and at the link too, so it's going to be, oh, it's going
0: to be rough. I was there last time they played back in, uh, what was that, 2015? Shady's return there. Um, Buffalo lost a one-possession game. It was close. It was fun. They really should have won that game. That was uh, Rex's um, first year, I believe, there in Buffalo. But, yep, return back to the links, so that should be fun following Thanksgiving. All right, bills are on bye, and then we'll kick off December on the road at uh, – Kansas City taking on the Chiefs at Gayha Field at Arrowhead Stadium.
1: How many straight games at Arrowhead does this make it? Because at least I don't think I don't think we can count the year they played us because that was the COVID year.
0: That was in Buffalo. And that though.
1: was when we had no fame.
0: But that was here, though. At least so.
1: Yeah. At least really, it was twenty-one, was twenty-two,
0: and twenty-three. This is the. Because it really count? It's the third straight year of uh, going to KC. Yeah, I, and I, looking I, I'm looking to make it three myth. in a row regular a little, season I'm wins. I, well, that it, it, there's more to it than you think. Um, there's a reason yeah. that it's at Kansas City. I'm not the subject matter expert on this. I'm not going to pretend. Uh, but regardless here, yeah, it, it does kind of sting a little bit that, uh, yeah, th- three years in a row. And, th- you know, we're fans here talking from a fan perspective. This stinks. Yeah. Should be a fun game. Um, I know Kansas City, you know, they're the standard. I was in Phoenix uh, this winter, and I got apologies from Chief fans, and I was like, we didn't play you in the playoffs, number one, no apology necessary, and two, when we did play you last year, we beat you, so stop apologizing to me. All right, Um, and I don't expect to get any apologies. For those who don't know, this podcast was based out of Dallas for five years, And, uh, yeah, right there in cowboy country and the Cowboys are coming here to Western New York, uh, the week before Christmas Eve. This should be a fun one here. We may see you up here for this one, Sean. Um, Yeah,
1: I might want to fly up with the Cowboys fans so I can fly back with the biggest schadenfreude on my face.
0: Well, I would hope our team can cover it on the field, but I don't see... Why not in this case here? Then uh, week 16, um, Christmas Eve's Eve, the 23rd, an 8 o'clock kickoff with the Los Angeles Chargers in L.A. at SoFi Stadium. That should be another fun game into the Christmas holiday. And then, like I said, the Patriots, and then they closed down the week, uh, a time that's still to be determined, but it'll be at Hard Rock week 18. And who knows that it's potential that could be, you know, playing for the AFC East, that could be playing for a first-round seed, it could be playing for a playoff, it could be a variety of implications for both teams in this year. So I like that, closing it out, New England and 17. I mean, we play New England twice now. Are they the new, you know, I guess, I hate to say it here, the Bills were a bottom a dweller for a while, the Jets, The Do- I mean, they're – They're the fourth best team in this division. I'm not mistaken.
1: I I honestly have to question what's going to happen to Belichick. If this year doesn't, if they do not make the playoffs, what happens to him? Does he choose to go out and just retire? Does he try to get Tom back for one more year next year? We'll see.
0: All right, well, at this time we're going to take a quick break, but on the other side, get set, Bills Mafia, is we're going to go ahead and talk about some fun coming up around the corner. That's right, the Buffalo Bills uh, in OTAs. That on the other side of a quick break. You're listening to the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. Yeah, I know it's Uncle Sean. I'm doing a podcast with him. Hang on here. My PSA didn't go. Um, one second. 30, 30. Chris, you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, am too. There's your comic book collection. All right. Chris, you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. Am two, Am two. There's your comic book collection, the race car bed. I'm young at heart, but I put money into my 401k every paycheck. I'm taking control over my financial life, and that feels pretty grown-up to me. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Are those footy pajamas?
1: This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council.
0: This is the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast with Brad the Bruiser Eichhorn and Alex Jones. Welcome back to the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. Brad the Bruiser Eichhorn here with Sean Eichhorn filling in for Alex Jones. Remind you to follow us across our social media platforms. Follow Sean at Michigan Surf. Follow uh, myself Yours Truly. At Bills Bruiser. You can follow uh, our website here at DHS Buffalo. And you can also follow uh, Alex at TW Callahan DHS. Facebook.com slash Buffalo Bills Draft House and DraftHouseSports.com. Brad the Bruiser, Icorn Sean in for Alex Jones. As uh, we continue here in the offseason with OTAs uh, in full force here in Orchard Park. Uh... Observation stuff you've read, seen from OTAs so far?
1: Well, OTAs is uh, Diggs isn't there so a lot of the younger guys are getting worried. He's usually not
0: there. He, he wasn't there last year. I don't think he was there the year before that. No, uh, everyone's freaking optional. out. He doesn't show.
1: It is. Everyone needs to understand. This. It's optional. Okay? They don't have to go. Now, if it's minicamp, it's a little different.
0: Yeah. This is true. So with with that here, um, I mean, there's been some storylines, some headlines. I mean, nothing. It's OTAs. It's organized team activities here. So there's not a lot we can take away on film. I did see a clip today, and it was comical more than anything. Social media was having fun with it. Uh, who cares? Josh Allen got torch playing cornerback today. Is he a cornerback? No, he's a quarterback. So who gives a pep, uh, a poop about that? But
1: tall, he's tall and lanky, but I don't know if he's got that drop back speed.
0: It, it was funny to see. He's got the size. He runs yeah. like a freaking like I don't know
1: tank. He runs like a tank.
0: Like a tank, like a like a Clydesdale. Yeah, to see him playing corner that. It, it was very funny looking. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, other things in OTAs, I one of the big things to discuss here is the rookie here in Kincaid and uh, what he's doing here with the Buffalo Bills. Um, that you know, I t- Ken Dorsey's remarks basically were saying, you know, it's gonna take time to see what he brings and table him in. I think the right kind of coach speak at this point, but I would figure that you know. You're gonna have that big target filling a slot role where you had, you know, a guy who was about five ten and Cole Beasley. You're getting a lot bigger in the slot by putting a sure-handed tight end, catching tight end like Dawson, uh, like Kincaid, into that role uh, with Dawson Knox. But so we got the DK brothers out there, if you will, or uh, the Donkey Kong brothers. I don't know what anything creative you got on this.
1: No. No, it's obvious. It's, um, well, we need Dalton D.K. to start rocking a headband so we can get the headband bros.
0: Uh-huh. All right, I like that. But yeah, same first and uh, last initial here, so that's kind of fun. And it was funny. Um, I was driving around Orchard Park last week, and I see this cool looking BMW kind of souped up. Sound like a spoiler. And I look, might be mistaken, but I'm 95% sure it was. Uh, Mr. Kincaid, Dalton Kincaid, looked at me, I looked at him, and I just gave him a nod and thumbs up, and I went on my way, he went on his, but kind of cool to see him out and about town.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's always good to see the Bills out and about, especially the new ones, checking out the town, getting familiar with the city, meeting the people.
0: All right, speaking of out and about, all right, this is, you know, a Buffalo Bills football podcast, but let's face it, at the end of the day, Everyone who listens to this podcast, works on this podcast, the content that's on this podcast, players, they're, we're people. People have lives. People have things they go do. Uh, you know, they have family. They have friends. They have all that here. Well, one of the w- things that's been making waves in social media and some entertainment news reporting as well is that Josh Allen has been spotted with actress and singer Haley Steinfeld. You may know her from the film True Grit. That's what I first saw her in, and I saw her talent as an actress. Apparently, she's been in the Pitch Perfect movies, a lot of other work. Talented young lady, uh, both uh, born the same year as Josh Allen, so they're practically the same age. I know Josh just turned uh, 27 uh, just a couple weeks ago. She'll turn 27 uh, towards the end of the year. But interesting to see that after... Speculation or everything that Josh and his, uh, you know, longtime high school girlfriend called it quits. That he's out there and uh, our ce- celebrity quarterback here has a celebrity girlfriend, if it is such that at this point.
1: And uh, yeah, I understand. Josh is the bell of the ball. He's our quarterback. He is leading the team, but. Uh, I'm one of those folks who like to respect one's private life. Oh, sure. It's just making
0: headlines so I can't, you know, say that I'm an ostrich and I didn't see it. I
1: understand. We can't not acknowledge it, but it's just like... Oh boy!
0: The bottom of the line here is, you know, no one I've heard has asked Josh about it, uh, and I haven't heard Josh quote or anything on it. He shouldn't have to. It has nothing to do with his profession. But you yeah. know, if, if it, you know, was something that is passionate, wants to talk about, he'll bring it up when he when he feels comfortable and ready to talk about it. Exactly. All right. From there, let's go ahead and segue out as we get set to uh, wind down the podcast this week talking about DeAndre Hopkins' watch. All right, so I got giddy last Friday when I see my phone go that, yep, Hopkins got released. I said, all right, Brandon Bean, do it. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Not so fast. Um, You know, the two teams that I've heard mentioned that, you know, would be in the running here, of course – Buffalo and Kansas City but it's been pointed out here that they have about the least amount of salary cap in the league right now Kansas City less than Buffalo so uh, there's a lot of options there I've heard the Browns really come up as a hot topic here um, for Hopkins to go back and play with Watson I heard someone throw out the idea and I kind of like this idea what if he went back to Houston what if they brought him back and uh, you know a, a fan favorite there uh, the new GM can help try to mend this fan base in an organization that has really just had a, a tough couple of years.
1: So DeAndre Hopkins has said he wants a team with a good defense, a team with a good quarterback, and a team with a stable
0: front office. I'd say Kansas Buffalo and Kansas and Buffalo City would check those. Both I both 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 have those stable but front office. Have, would you say that for Cleveland? A lot no cap room,
1: but quoting uh hold on yeah but they don't have a while they don't have a ton of cap room it's like it's like dan fates set from buffalo plus and whma says uh he says the salary cap isn't real brandon bean and his team work in the finance Exactly. Know what to do, how to move money around, yep. get a signing bonus, ask the guy to take a little less money. I wouldn't be surprised if they asked Dion to take a salary cut just because he said he's been vocal about wanting D-Hop there. So it's like, hey, you willing to take a cut and get him here?
0: <laughs> All right, well... We'll have to see if that pans out here. If it does, trust me, we'll, we'll be doing a podcast that day like we did last year when the Bills went inside Von Miller. We didn't think, you know, they didn't have a lot of room last off season, and I remember I was sitting, you texting me, Sean, and I'm just, holy, like, it changed my entire day. Yeah. Yep. I was like, he's free! And, it, and if DeAndre signs the Bills... It's a day changer. That's what kind of signing it would be here in Western New York. That's
1: raising the odds by, like, the Bills gets to, like, from one-point favorites to at least a four-point
0: favorite. All right, a couple of signings and releases to get to uh, since our last podcast. All right, Dean Marlowe comes back to the Bills at Strong Safety. More of a special teams depth signing there, but he comes back on a one-year deal. And uh, just the other day it was announced um, on – Monday, I believe that uh, Buffalo signed uh, former Miami Dolphin uh, tackle Brandon Shell, who started 11 games at right tackle last season. Like that signing, building some depth, but bringing that, they had to let one go. Brandon Bryant, the defensive end, was weighed by the Bills today. Any thoughts on any of those signings, Sean? Um, no, and those signings are both great. I
1: like having it, but uh, the Bills, also just signed uh, XFL star from the St. Louis battle Hawks, Marcel Atman. Okay. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that looks. I didn't get to watch much of the XFL. So might need to sit down and watch some tape. If I can, he was with the Raiders from 2018 to 2021, but he played last year in the XFL. He had 19 catches for 200 for 259 yards. We'll see. Maybe he'll be a practice, uh, maybe he can make his way under the roster and maybe just a practice squad guy.
0: We'll see. Well, as more news breaks, we'll be there to cover it, so make sure you are following and subscribing to us. Spotify, Odyssey, Audible, Prime Music, wherever you get your podcast. Glad you were able to go ahead and tune in and listen to the Buffalo Bills Draft House podcast, but thanks to Sean Icorn for following. Filling in for Alex Jones tonight. Follow Sean on Twitter at Michigan Surf. You can follow Alex Jones at TW Callahan DHS. I'm Brad the Bruiser Icorn. Follow me at Bills Bruiser. Uh, you can follow us at DHS Buffalo. Find us online at DraftHouseSports.com or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Buffalo Bills Draft House. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the podcast. Any final thoughts, Sean? Um, uh, Get... Brandon Bean, please be aggressive. Get
1: D hop. We having him along with Diggs just opens up the middle of the field and then we can start dinging it to Noss and and Kincaid.
0: Yep, I agree. That sounds like like clockwork to me. Let's go make it happen, Brandon Bean. On it. All right. Well that's gonna do Big it. Big baller Bean. Big baller bean, indeed. Well, again, that's gonna do it for this edition of the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. For Sean Icorn, I'm Brad the Brizzer Icorn. Go Bills. This has been the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast and our street media production.